What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the show. We are your hosts, Chase and Miles. We are at the Lucky Duck. Miles, who do we have on today? Today, our guest comes back to us from the college days. Every now and then, he graces us with his presence. From the B.A. beautiful Albuquerque, New Mexico, he drove more than 10,000 miles to be here. Some say he's the next Mark Wahlberg. He's the real estate king. This is Mike Prowl. How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me. That was quite the intro. Thanks. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. I did it in one take. (laughs) Yeah. Some people do say that, right, about Mark Wahlberg? For sure. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Nice. That's that's the one I get every... It's the that or Matt Damon. Nice. Every time. I kind of have a man crush on Mike a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh my, he's so gorgeous. Yeah. Mm. Look at How him did him. you become so gorgeous? Can you tell us a little just, about that? Just gifted from birth, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, how's Albuquerque these days? Ah, uh, it's interesting. So I moved back in March, and it's just been pandemic yeah. since I've been there. So March. I don't really know. I think. Yeah. But when you moved there, was it? already like lockdown status for yeah so i remember we we drove over in two days and it was like just we were getting news feeds as we were you know driving over like new things were happening lockdowns were starting to happen so it was uh yeah so i mean so we knew about the virus in china in like january right yep when you guys were making this decision of moving to albuquerque were you thinking about that at the time yeah so i we'd made the decision like six months prior so you know we'd already planned it and it's also when you have a certain mindset at work you know you've been working in the industry for six years you're like this is what i want to do and it it, it wasn't a major thing at that point so the the virus seemed far away and insignificant but obviously that that all changed and so i put in my two weeks or i quit you know like a month before i moved and so, by the time I moved, it had become a big thing. Yeah. But when I put in my two weeks, it wasn't yeah, it's, significant it's, at that point. It's weird so. looking back. Um, like, we took some videos back in, I think, uh, April, March, February even. And we thought kind of the same thing. Like, we, we knew about, yeah. about it in January, right? And we were kind of like, oh, that's interesting. We'll keep an eye yeah. on that. And then uh, when, when Sarah was uh, first staying home, we took a video. And we're like, yeah, it'll be two weeks. You know, right. that was like in March. And we're like, oh, we'll, we'll see where this goes. But yeah, it's, got, yeah, it's five got months crazy. Later, here we are. Yeah. So what what brought you to Albuquerque? Because that seems so random. You moved from Nashville, which is like yeah. one of the hottest cities to live in currently, right. um, to fucking Albuquerque, which yeah. like the claim Off to the fame map, is like the one song that Weird Al had. It's like 15 minutes <laughs> long. True. It's yeah. also in, uh, there's a TI song that calls out. out Albuquerque too. Mm. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. So is it Albuquerque to Chi Town? Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, so, you know, in real estate, there's cycles just kind of like the general economy. And so our idea was, you know, and we'll see if it plays out. It seemed to be playing out before pre pandemic, but at this point, who knows, since things have changed so much. But yeah, um, yeah the idea is stable market, um, pretty large city, hopefully expanding economy. Things are cheap, so and spreads are higher. So like the the yields on properties are higher. So you know if you if you're in Denver, you're kind of banking on rent growth, appreciation, that kind of stuff. Whereas in Albuquerque, you can kind of make the deal work immediately from going in, just because cap rates are higher, which means basically the yield is higher. Hmm. So you get a bigger spread on the interest rate to the cap rate. So if you get a six percent, yeah, I won't go too far into the details here, but you get like a 6% cap rate, 6% return on your money. If you spend a million dollars, $60,000 is your like net. And so if you get a 4% interest rate, you can make that spread. Yeah. So that's not the real reason why you moved. Yeah. It's part of it. And then the real reason is because you could live closer to me. That's, that's true too. Yeah. Yeah. And the mountains when yeah. to go snowboarding. Oh, that's true. And the cooking up. Yeah. So they have, they have, completely different. they have mountains to, to ski and snowboard in Albuquerque. Not in Albuquerque, but like, like right, outside. right outside. Yeah, how far so away from? There's there's a, there's a local mountain and Sandia Mountains, which is you can actually take a um, like a tram up to the top, and so it's like 30, 45 minutes out, and that's open like on weekends. But then there's Ski Santa Fe, which is an hour and a half north, like directly from the city. So then an hour and a half, you can be skiing. So pretty good mountains. 
That's crazy. It's yeah. like local mountains, and yeah, no one thinks of it because it's a desert. So yeah. everyone's like, "Oh, it's just you hot know, and flat. hot they just and flat." And yeah, this place before, right? <laughs> um, Miles, what are we drinking? Yeah, we're having Moscow Mules tonight. Yeah, yep. per the request of Mike Prowl. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who are just tuning in for the very first time, um, we are doing like a specialty cocktail. Every podcast is going to have like a different cocktail um, and mostly just based on the preference of the guest. Yeah. So um, he wanted to do it in old fashioned, but the podcast right before yep. this was old fashioned. Yeah. I apologize. We got the best no, out of the way right at the beginning. We'll have to um, do another one. We can do yeah. that right in the year. For sure. Only yeah. six and a half hours away. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a pretty uh, intense day today. Yeah. We did like a, a ten mile hike up in the national park out of Estes. We like got up at like the crack of fucking dawn, yeah. mm-hmm. and still almost didn't get in a parking spot, which is just crazy to me. Yeah. But we were one away. There was one more spot after us. So as yeah. we were leaving the car to go to the trailhead, there were people pulling up, and they and were, they didn't get a spot. Yeah, yeah that look. It's it's crazy. Like literally three or f- to five minutes later. We would have not been able but not to park a lot, yeah. yeah. And we would have been SOL. Wouldn't be the Lucky Ducks? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Unlucky Ducks. Uh, funny enough, September 19th in Estes Park, there's something called the Duck Race. Mm-hmm. We, we just found out about. <laughs> yeah. Apparently they like, I don't know if this is true and I'm a moron, but like they release a bunch of ducks. <laughs> like down the <laughs> they race. And like they all run down. Yeah. Something like that. I just make know. that up. I made that up. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's. Can, no, you, that definitely can, you, is a duck can you pull race, that up? Yeah. Actually, yeah. I actually do want to know what that sure. the fuck that is up with that. Yeah, let's see. Because it seemed pretty cool. And yeah. Estes Park is about mm, two Nine hours for one one hour forty five minutes yeah. from from here, um, yeah. which seems uh, not too. It's not. We did it pretty easily. It wasn't too yeah. bad. We go through Boulder. The funny thing was when we were driving through Boulder, we, we saw the protests. Some of the protests. Yeah. And it was Black Lives Matter on one side, and then the, the Trumpers on the other side. Yeah. Um. So uh, that was interesting. Certainly, I yeah. think um, I was asleep for it, so I'm actually not even <laughs> sure like if that was an actual thing or not. Miles yeah. claims that it happened. Yeah, I, I took a video, but it didn't really turn out well. So it's not helping my case, but yeah. Yeah. I'm working on it. No, and like I was, I was telling you guys earlier, there was there was one going on Longmont. I'm pretty sure too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We turned kind of like right before you got in the center of it, but uh, it was going on there. So it must yeah. be a, I don't know, maybe a statewide or it was kind of localized region thing. It was popping. Yeah. up in SS Park. Yeah, I mean, it, okay, so it's Labor Day weekend, guys. Uh, this may come out couple weeks after this but yeah um it was interesting i was on reddit and i saw uh some content posted about like what were the top cities being traveled to during the labor day weekend Mm -hmm. Um, obviously a lot of changes to the airline industry and just travel in general um due to covid and so the number one i think was orlando because of like all the theme parks generally speaking i think that's always up there um, New York is also up there typically, but not yeah. anymore. I think yeah, definitely gonna, not right now. Did you nobody's say San traveling. Fran? Not San Fran, no. No. What was New the York. second? Oh, so the second one after Orlando, I think, was Las Vegas. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Is Vegas opened up? Vegas is open. I know you're a Vegas not, guy. So you... I am a Vegas yeah. guy. Um, a lot of the <clears throat> a lot of the hotels are still closed, mm. but they keep like the casino portion of the business open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which is interesting, but. Um, their cases have dropped significantly. Okay. Um, I think we were looking, we were looking to go. We had, we had flights booked just to kind of check it out. Um, August, the first week of August. And mm-hmm. the, the cases at that point were like mm-hmm. up in the thousands. Yeah. Uh, just above like a thousand. We canceled it. Yeah. yeah. And then I think they were like under 200 averaging, um, at this point. Yeah. But this is Nevada or Vegas? Uh, Clark County, which Clark is County. the okay. county that yeah. Vegas resides yeah. in. Mm-hmm. And then the third most popular was Denver, um, which yeah, for, uh, for travel, yeah. yeah, for travel this weekend. Um, Colorado is doing pretty well in terms of cases. Um, also, just like a very good summer mm-hmm. travel. And that's when, uh, believe it or not, Colorado sees the most tourism is during the summer. Yeah. Um, despite how um, crazy our yeah, everyone thinks of it as ski season. Ski but season, yeah. yeah. You got all the summer activities too. 
Yeah. It was packed today. A lot yeah. of cars coming in and out. Yeah. A lot of people on the trail too. Mm-hmm. Like we did a fairly popular leg of um, hiking in the park, a national park. And the cool thing was like right now you need reservations to get into Rocky mm-hmm. Mountain National Park. But like the loophole is if you get in before five or before it opens, which 6 is like 6 a.m., right? Yep. Yeah. You get in. I think you can get in for free for free, yeah. and you don't need a reservation. Yeah. But that's so also pretty much any national park that is, it, is open 24 hours. Uh, like arches was that way where we could just, you could just go in as long as you're going mm-hmm. in before. You never I have to say this is my first time in a national park before like 5am or whatever it was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I recommend it if you're going a popular weekend yeah. because yeah. When, at, on our descent down uh, the mountain on our hiking trail, I mean, we were just passing tons of people yeah. It's yeah actually quite annoying um to have to like also i need to bring up the point that like i was told that the people going down ha- don't have the right of way yeah so if you're going up you if you're going down and someone's coming up you should stop and let them come up that's bullshit i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm gonna have to i'm gonna be the provocateur I, I, th- I think that's how it is so i mean we, we could just be wrong here wait but- hold on uh, let's let's circle back. What, yeah. What's so this duck thing. Yeah. So actually, this year it's virtual. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so of course. Uh, yeah, going along with everything else. Um, but basically, what it is is you uh, you can adopt a rubber duck. Mm. And I was totally wrong. And the money. <laughs> that close. <laughs> <laughs> the adoption. Yeah, very wrong. Uh, the adoption <laughs> money. Idea, yeah. <laughs> the adoption money goes to some charities, organizations, okay. and then what they do is with all the ducks, they they drop them into the river there. I don't know what river it is, but yeah. they drop them in there, and then you just watch them float down the river. So, mm-hmm. so for all you ducks out there, or yeah. anybody who's interested in giving the charity, it's a pretty good program what's the website yeah, that it's, you can go to it's epduckrace.org fun yep it happens september 19th in estes park really good interesting charity event to be a part of if you guys want mm-hmm. to do that 13 days 14 hours 39 minutes and 43 seconds away speaking of ducks have you guys yeah. seen the little duck parade that they have there's a hotel in memphis Oh. They like have yes. the ducks. They lead them in. They like walk around like yes. the hotel, and yes. then they come out. I have seen that. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Have you have been? I have been. I went with my parents. Oh, did you see the three duck or four years thing? ago? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Was it? Was it? Uh, so it's like it's super packed. Like we couldn't even see them from where from like the bottom. There's like a an upper level, so we went to like that level, and you got wow. a better view. But it's just kind of like. I don't know. It's just kind of this bizarre thing that they've been doing for who knows yeah. how long. And how many places? Thing. I forget what the name of the hotel is, but how many places has uh, social media just wrecked in terms of like? Because <laughs> like I, I got it. The reason we I could know get about into a rant place. on that about social media <laughs> interacting yeah. with life and just ruining things in general. But that's yeah. true. I feel like it's the Peabody. By the, the Peabody. Way. No. That's, that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. It it's, looks amazing. Solid yeah. place. I would definitely want to stay there. I think the fountain is where I is. It's pretty. That's iconic. right. That's what they, they do. They walk yeah. into the fountain. Yeah. And, so there's a red yeah. carpet up to the fountain mm-hmm. from the entrance, right? Yep. And they parade in, and then kind of like it's got to be kind of nat. I wonder if they're like cleaning this <laughs> fountain because it's in the. I mean, lobby. it's a nice hotel, yeah, so they're yeah. definitely cleaning it up. Did they shit on the carpet? I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't witness that. I was too far away, though. You yeah. know, I had, I was in the nosebleeds. Uh, okay, didn't pay <laughs> enough for your room, I guess. So. Yeah, but no. You, most people that look look at it. We like we didn't even stay there. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Social okay. media has blown this place up to where now it's pretty impossible to get a good view. Yeah, yeah. you got to get there uh, hours in advance. I think that's crazy. Yeah. Imagine if you booked a room and couldn't get a view. <laughs> like this is why I stayed here. Right. That's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So, always having problems over here. The um, uh, going back to uh, my whole uh, argument that I th- I think so. If you're descending down the mountain, I think you should get the right of way. Here's why. I woke up at four in the fucking morning <laughs> to do this thing. Early bird gets the worm That's is right. the old saying. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sorry, you're late ass got up at like eight o'clock took the tram took the tram and is now ascending the mountain sorry yeah so the other thing so 
that's a solid point. The other thing I was thinking is if you're coming uphill, usually you're like okay with taking a break, right? right? You're like, yeah, I'll let right. you come down, take yeah. a little breather, and then I'll keep going. Also, like, what if I have an injury and I'm coming down the mountain because of the injury, or like, yeah, you need to get there quick. Gen- yeah, yeah, like move out of the way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> do you guys ever see just random spots of blood on the trail? I've seen that a few times, and but Is it's that just on like our trail today. No, I didn't see it's that okay. on our trail, but I see it every once in a while, and it's just like random couple drops, and mm. then it's like, what happened to the person? Are they still bleeding? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Shout out to Michael Butler, who we just found out did like a 16 mile hike today. Oh, really? Yeah, he beat us. He kind of outdid yeah. us a little bit. Yeah. Although I, I'm wondering the elevation, about the elevation man. gain. Mm. When you're yeah. on the East Coast, the elevation's never you know the same. Yeah. I'm calling, you out. I'm calling you out, Michael Butler. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Not as good. Come to some real True. mountains. <laughs> True. Get out in the Rockies. Yeah. I do like the Smoky Mountains. I think yeah, there's, they're very there's, a, there's a charm to them. And that, they're different. You know, yeah. It's a, just a different kind of mountain. I feel like it's more forest dense. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Less tundra. You know, mm-hmm. like we, like, and at a certain point in our hike, you get away from all the pine trees yep. and all the dense forest area and you get into like a different climate zone which mm, is kind of yeah. cool but um the not, alpine, not right? as pretty and, um what alpine is it called the alpine? is that what it's called yeah you get above the tree line get in the alpine lakes yeah. yeah i think which is which is cool which you, that i mean that's something different that you don't have in the appalachians because yeah. you just don't get to the elevation you also mm-hmm. don't have aspens there yeah true which still yet to see those and you saw some colors today. but you saw one that changed colors. Yeah, it was just starting, premature. which is premature, I think. <laughs> premature. Yeah. I think it'll become like next week. They'll probably be turning already. Yeah. That soon? They so. they turn yeah. very quickly. Yeah. Like It's yeah. like yellow for a few weeks, mm-hmm. and then, and then it's gone. they fall. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, because it's going to be like 25 degrees next week, right? Yeah, yeah I think that high. snow a couple so, of days. Yeah. Okay, so we're driving back, and it was 101 degrees. Yeah, it was so hot Are you so hot fucking today. kidding me? Yeah. yeah, it got up to a 104. At one point, when we were going through, through the city. And then city. Tuesday, the weather, the high is 33. Yeah, so if you look at, just on, you know, um, Apple weather or whatever, it was, I think I saw it was like high of 99 today, 93, and then 92, and then it's like 34 is the high. Yeah, that's crazy. On Tuesday. That's stupid. That's crazy. Yeah, does, does, that's that happen, for does that happen in Al- Albuquerque as well? It does, it's just wow, not to the same cool. extent. Mm. Yeah. 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 Like, we're not, we're not getting snow. On Tuesday. It's going to be cold on Tuesday. So it's actually coming Wednesday. I guess it's just a little delayed. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit cooler Wednesday or Tuesday. And then yeah. Wednesday it'll be, I think, high in the 50s somewhere. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how the weather just comes off the mountains and just in 12 hours. It's a 60 degree high difference here in Denver. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's wild. Yeah. When we were, when we hiked the 14er the other week, it was like, uh, 90 whatever in, yeah. in denver but when we were up there we had to wear jackets it's yeah. kind of like our hike t- today yeah we had we, even more like i wore the gloves most of the time and then it yeah. sleeted when we were coming down that's crazy and so it's cool because you can just you know if it's hot somewhere where you can just escape and get yeah. in the mountains and do mm-hmm. your thing yeah go lay on the ice yeah it's just <laughs> <laughs> we just did an hour, hour, hour and a half away and you're in yeah. a different climate completely mm-hmm. as long as you can get up at 4 a.m yeah so i gotta talk <laughs> See, that's about- the cool thing about Sorry to interrupt, but it's that's a cool thing about New Mexico. Is there's just like there's not as many people there. Yeah. It's not quite as pretty yeah. as here, but mm-hmm. you can you can kind of do your own thing, get away from people a lot easier. Yeah, especially if you're in Albuquerque, you just want to get out of the city and right. you know escape. Yeah. It seems like okay, so there's this like trend going uh, going on right now where a lot of like girls are gonna are doing like these hikes and then <laughs> they like take their shirt off. Yeah, we had one today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they you, you take a picture of them like facing away from the camera, like flashing nature. Yeah. And uh, so Miles and I did that. We did. Yeah. It was it, it was beautiful. Out, it, was it turned out really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to frame that. I think it should go right there. Yeah, behind Mike. It's right next to the we'll post the portraits we'll you have here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll post guys, it. Instagram. I am. I'm kind of. It's. 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 Oh, by the way, what's our what's our Instagram? Oh, um, yeah, at the Lucky Duck. Mm-hmm. It's like at at the Lucky Duck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, not at the Lucky yeah. Duck. So yeah. literally the yeah at the Lucky Duck. Um, 
Yeah, we'll post that. Um, it's not fair though because I look like a ghost. I look like Miles is holding hands <laughs> with. Um, just that me to it then too. They'd be know. like, okay. they have three levels. Yeah. <laughs> I think I blinded a, f- a couple <laughs> trout. Like I think somebody somebody fell into the lake yeah. um, as they walked by because of how wide I am. Should have yeah, had me. I would have made you look tan. <laughs> I have that power. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But you have like a milky white creamy skin. <laughs> yeah. Just want to yeah. bathe in you. Just oh, thank you. Yeah, sounded yeah. sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bathe inside you, Mike. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. It was meant to sound weird, though. That's fine. That's, that's yeah. okay. We have a special relationship, you and I. Yeah. I mean, we you do. moved all the way from Nashville to st- get just to be near you. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I think your next move is probably like Pueblo, like another <laughs> shitty city in Colorado. <laughs> just a really like a lot closer. Have you been to Pueblo? Interesting. I drove through it on the way up here, though. Did I actually you? got Chick Fil A there. Oh, did you? Uh, I heard Chick-fil-A. it's a real trash city. You know, I've heard the same. I've heard yeah. it's like really terrible. Like a there's lot a of, lot of drugs there. A lot of drugs, yeah. a lot of poverty. Yeah. I mean, apparently I was in the nice area because it didn't seem that bad, but yeah. I'm also, sure Chick-fil-A, you seems, know. I heard Everything from seems a better when you have Chick-fil-A. That, that, um, that used to be a city if you wanted a sex change in Colorado. Really? That's where you would go. Yeah. Oh, kind crazy. of random city to be doing that. Yeah. Um, it yeah. seems like... It seems like the more southern Colorado you go, the more like conservative it gets. Yeah, right. um, you just get outside Denver and Boulder, and it's probably yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Because like Denver and Boulder and just the surrounding metropolitan yeah. areas are are pretty liberal um, and progressive. I mean, we but then have, Pueblo has its sex change thing going on, yeah, which is not, which is I, not I, I, conservative. I think it's at all, great. I think it's just random. It yeah, seems like he told me is. that. And I was like, I would have never thought. Yeah. That. Like <laughs> what a random place. Yeah. yeah. Is that, uh, is that in the mountains? Pueblo? I don't think no. so. I think, I think, I think most of the, the cities are kind of all in that line. Yeah. You yeah. know, the major cities along, along in Colorado. 25. Is it 25 that goes all the, the way down? The front drive, you know, the front range right before you get into the, the mountains. Yeah. True. Yeah. Was it 25 that you took? Yeah, I, I kind of I want to do a little more scenic route, so I went yeah. up through from Albuquerque and went through Taos, and then I kind of cut over to 25 and took that the rest of the way up after I crossed the Colorado okay. border. Yeah, was that mm. was there a lot of traffic on that drive? No, it wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah, was uh, hilly or no? So I mean, when you're going through New Mexico, there's a bunch of mountains in the north, and then yeah. I kind of cut across to I-25, and then kind of got the plains on the right. You know, on the east side, and then mountains on the on the west side. Mm. So you're yeah. kind of like right there on the border, you know, just driving up through Colorado Springs right. to Denver. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it's good views. So I think there's a way back that you can go like through the mountains, pretty much completely. I think it's another extra 45 minutes, probably, but it might that? be worth it. You gonna yeah. you gonna do that? Potentially. Yeah. I don't know if you're if you're alone and driving and just listen to podcasts and stuff. Yeah. It's nice to have some scenery too. For sure, you should listen to um, "At the Lucky Duck" when you're. I definitely driving. will. <laughs> yeah, true. Just gonna true, true. Try to plug that in. Well, um, yeah. Will it be out by then? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, we're we're almost ready. The we're, drives we're getting there. The drives, uh, like we drove from Boston to here and driving through like Kansas and stuff. Terrible. No offense to people in Kansas, I'm sure there's good parts of it, yeah. but it's very it's flat and kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. I drove from uh, Naples, Florida to Colorado, and um, it's about a 36-hour drive. So I went, uh, stopped in Tallahassee, got all my stuff up there, and then drove um, up through, like, um, Birmingham, Mm. um, then through Memphis, and then up into Wichita. And I swear to God, I will never drive through Kansas ever again. Yeah. I got mm-hmm. I as soon as I entered Kansas I just you gotta got to channel your inner Jack Black. I just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not as glamorous as he makes yeah, it. As you made it to that that song. As soon as I got into Kansas, I had this weird feeling that something was wrong. <laughs> yeah. I, I drove yeah. through the state line and um like forty five minutes later I'm driving behind it, it's also just generally um uh terrible uh weather. Mm. And um I was driving through and I would I would be driving behind these like cars with bumper stickers and equipment on top of their car, like custom built stuff. Mm-hmm. It says if you're driving behind me, you're chasing a tornado. And I was like, Oh wow. Okay. Like that th- that's like that's a thing. 
in, yeah. in, in Kansas. So it turns out we, we pull off, we get some gas at the gas station, and there's like people parked in front of the convenience store at the gas station with laptops. They have like laptops pulled up on their hood, and they're storm chasers. So they're like mm-hmm. researching what, where like, you know, the tornado has touched down and where. And like for the rest of the drive almost to Wichita, it was so stormy out, so windy out. All the, um, all the, uh, what you call it, uh, the things that, uh, tumbleweeds, tumbleweeds mm-hmm. going through. Yeah. I could barely see there was low hanging <laughs> fog. It yeah. was hailing. It was thunder. It was the worst. I'll never do that again. Yeah, and we got the witch tie was still raining and we got this like La Quinta in uh hotel. And like, I slept well that night knowing that. And, I, <laughs> and it was crazy as, um, right before I got there, I had passed, uh, somebody who had hit a deer and the whole front of their car was just totaled. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. You hit a deer and, and it'll just yeah. fuck your car up. Yeah, and, absolutely. And it was because of the low hanging. They just didn't see it. They, and also, I mean, even dark if it wasn't even low hanging fog. They they jump out and your yeah. your car's done. Mm. Like it's it's a yeah. game over situation. We had like the opposite experience. I mean, it was a pretty boring drive, but it was nice and sunny. Mm. Weather was not too bad, but we were only driving through it for a few hours. Yeah, on on my way out from from Nashville, I we drove through Oklahoma and it was the windiest thing ever. So. I had a, a U-Haul van that I was driving and I was towing my, you know, car behind it. And like, I, I like, I understand what, like why those trucks are kind of like moving mm-hmm. so much. It's so hard to control. It yeah, was definitely tough. an eye-opening experience having that like, you know, big trailer in the back and having yeah. the, you know, cause it goes high up, up, up enough that it, like, it's kind of like a sail where it mm-hmm. catches the wind and. It's tough to control sometimes. It was, I mean, it was like 30, 40 mile per hour wind gust, it seemed like. Yeah. Just kind of blowing through Oklahoma. Kansas was pretty much exactly what I thought it would be. Yeah. And there's even like, sign, like once you get in there, they're just like, this is middle America. Yeah. And you're like, what? Well, <laughs> interesting. So you moved to Albuquerque to start this property management business with your brother. But before that, you were working in, um, a more of a corporate setting. Yeah, I was I was working in banking and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So so it's kind of a now now you're like your own boss almost, right? Yeah. And you don't really like interact with the whole, you don't have like coworkers besides like your brother. Yeah, pretty much. So that's got to be like such a different pace. It's very different. Like yeah. Less emails, like semi passive aggressive emails again <laughs> to like different employees. It's a whole different set of challenges, you know. And, and part of the, the challenge is just finding where your next paychecks can come from, mm-hmm. especially in the beginning, because you just, you know, you're building up a book of business and yeah, all that stuff. So Yeah, there's got to be like a a bunch of different um, risks involved in like owning. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely business. more risky. It can be more rewarding if it works out well, Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, would both your, financially and just, you know. Yeah. What did your brother do before? Uh, so my brother's kind of done a ton of stuff he's a cpa oh, he, nice. so he went you know guys masters and, and did that for a little while he taught himself programming he's kind of always just done his own thing oh he's into the, the crypto stuff right? that's right yeah, yeah that's he's right. into the crypto stuff nice bitcoin ethereum all mm-hmm. that um yeah. and so since he's kind of all done his own stuff we've always kind of wanted to go in business together so yeah it just kind of seemed like the right time and then it wasn't when we do, we yeah. finally plan to do it, but you sure. can't plan that. Yeah. And, and there's always going to be something when you're starting your own business or, or, you know, trying out a new venture. Yeah. yeah. It's never going to be the right time. So you just kind of got to do it and, and things will work out if you're persistent enough and, and you want pat enough. Yeah. So. You ever work with your brother before this? On single projects, yeah. like little things, but never like going full. Do you guys ever really get at each other's throats. Oh, all, all the time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Almost on a daily basis. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, and we kind of have that relationship where it's, you know, we 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 like see, it, and and it's, in some ways it's kind of good because you have different perspectives on on life, and you know, he comes from such a different background. I come from corporate America, six years in banking, and like real estate's all I've kind of done as a profession, and he comes from a different perspective, so. In some ways, it's good because he can see things from a different lens that I might not necessarily see. And so, like, I'm kind of in the tunnel vision, and I know more details about it. But he'll come out with an outside perspective and be like, why don't we do it this way? Or why don't we change it this way? I'm like, no, that's, no one else does that. But, you know, what? Maybe that, maybe that could work. Yeah. Could be the key. 
Yeah. Yeah, I feel like... Uh, and you kind of always want that, you know? Someone yeah. challenging things. Yeah. Not yeah. necessarily on a yeah. confronting way, but just, like, you know, checking yeah. yourself. And it's, you don't ever... It's very rare that you get that kind of dynamic in, mm-hmm. like, a corporate office setting because yeah. everybody's so on edge and afraid to... Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to stick your neck out too far. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then you have like sometimes HR gets involved and they have to like. Yeah, and that's why change is so yeah. slow in those like giant mm-hmm. corporations because if yeah. it doesn't come from the top down, it doesn't happen. You ever get so mad at your brother that you can only like email him? <laughs> like, <laughs> we're also roommates, so it's just too close. Yeah, so still email. Yeah, right? no, we're we're completely uh, we're doing the house hacking thing. We uh, live in a, a triplex. And we live in one unit and rent out the others to like just nice because I mean. Huh. Not a lot of income coming in, so in yeah. any way you can cut expenses, you know? Totally. Yeah. The worst for me is, like, the emails that I get that make no sense at all from employees. <laughs> and I don't know if it's meant to be, like, a, like, like, I know what you're talking about, but there's, like, so little thought put into these emails. Like, for instance, like, I think I wrote, I wrote down one the other day that I thought was interesting. Like, this person I get along with pretty well. But sometimes I have no idea what they're talking about. Like I have like a, like a very vague overview. This is what he wrote to me. He wrote, "Well, they are both as well, but the one with the guitar, <laughs> it is as far as I'm concerned." What the fuck? <laughs> After the first three like words, it didn't make How sense. How am I like, supposed to not respond with like, "What yeah. the fuck"? <laughs> like, yeah. like if you put professional. as much effort into yeah. writing tweets all weekend right. as you do into like emailing, that's like a me. Donald Trump tweet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I kind of get like maybe like I understand a little bit what you're talking about, but like, dude, come on. That's that's the thing with emails. They're supposed to context be, clues. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they're supposed to be like readable when when it like now that we have like slack and stuff when you're doing instant messaging and yeah. like that's it gets even harder you have to decrypt what people are saying sometimes yeah. yeah that's like going that's like it's like infusing tech the text message thing mm-hmm. like uh um notion into like email almost so like it's like colliding so there's a lot of like context that that gets removed out of text texting um and right. now it's like in the work environment so mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I generally, if I don't like the person, I generally read their Slack messages or emails with an like aggressive tone Yeah, <laughs> when like they probably didn't even mean it. Yeah. Um, and then vice versa, like it, it could be like somebody I like, and then mm-hmm. it's a totally different tone yeah. of the message when I, when I'm reading it. Sarcasm also is hard to get across That's <laughs> when true. you're messaging. Yeah. But do you, so we're talking about these things. Do you miss this? Um, there's some things you definitely miss. Yeah. Health um, benefits. Was that? <laughs> Health benefits. Yeah, you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> 401k. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. you no, first go out into the health insurance marketplace, and it's like, uh, yeah, I guess yeah. it's like, kind of nice having that, you know, supplemented by your employer. But yeah. Yeah, you don't realize when you have a corporate job and they're paying a 401k, yeah. they're a match, and then they're paying your health benefits, your eye benefits, your dental, all those things, like, Added add that on top of your yeah, like base salary. Absolutely. It's mm-hmm. it's a whole it's a game changer. Yeah, and and in working in property management, when you hire employees, like I mean, property management isn't the highest, um, you know, like income job to have, right? So let's say you're paying someone seventeen dollars an hour, but they're full time. You put on the benefits on top of that, and it it just really starts to add up. You don't realize it until you're on the other side, like writing the checks. That it's it's. Yeah, they, sure. they add up a lot. Do yeah. you do you have any employees? Right we now? currently don't. We're looking at potentially. Yeah. Because uh, we're, we're starting to have enough that, uh, yeah. you know. Will you hire me? Can I send you my resume? <laughs> send me it over. We'll, we'll take a deep look at it. Do you have any real estate experience? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we just need we just need go getters. I'm a pretty I'm a yeah. go getter. Yeah. yeah. I'll go get it. No. This Chase place is beautiful. A place for sitting and Chase did it all himself. Yeah. So pretty build, impressive. You build this into your condos or apartments. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, you can be our like chief rehabber. What's the yeah. minimum requirement? Do I have to have like a certain amount of experience? You, have, you got enough. You have to have like, at this alone. A bachelor's of science. Oh, nice. I have that. Oh, okay. Cool. No, actually, you don't have to have that. Okay. No, no, that's not. A, that's not a prerequisite. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't want to work. It's an AA. Yeah. No, not even that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. High school. Do I on the job? Do training. you provide Belvedas for breakfast in the <laughs> office and Keurig Pete's coffee? No, we don't even have an office big enough for all that. So, is your office your apartment? 
you guys have, uh, no, you so so one of the the complexes we manage has has like an office in it. Okay, so is that where you work out of? Primarily, yeah. yeah. I mean, I have like a home desk that I, you know, all the the higher level stuff. That's where it goes through. But when we're just sitting in the office and managing stuff, that's kind of where we base it out of. How's it working with clients right now? Like you guys are always wearing masks and stuff. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Yeah. If if people come in, we try to do by appointment only. Um, Mass. I mean, we we still show people around, but yeah, we try to be extra careful and you know keep the the contact as minimal as possible. A lot of people are talking about like um, rent um, deferrals and stuff. Like, yeah. have you had any experience with like people coming to be like, listen, like I lost my job because of mm-hmm. COVID, I can't pay my rent. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, yeah, that definitely happens. And you know, with the with the progress, so another thing that's interesting and something that we liked about New Mexico and Albuquerque is it's, it's an affordable market. So like that $1,200 stimulus check, that was rent and an extra five, $600 on top of that mm-hmm. for a studio or one bedroom. So, you know, and this is like lower income, like kind of working class properties. Right. So, and then if you get that extra $600 or now $300 on top of that, like that pays your bills there where in a city like Denver, it doesn't, yeah. you know? And mm-hmm. so, that makes a big difference, I feel like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have had that. We've also had some people that have been applying for unemployment, haven't gotten it yet. Even just the backlog and the red oh tape God. you got to go through. Yeah, and it's been months. Yeah, that's crazy. So you work with well, them. You, you know, you do what you can. Them. I mean, there's there's just a eviction moratoriums anyway. So like, you know, How does you may work? as well be a people person and just try to help them out. And yeah, you know, if they're a good person, they'll pay eventually. And you know, so you still can't do evictions. No. You can, wow. you can, you can like terminate leases once they're up, but you can't actually like evict for non-payment of rent. Yeah. But you can, mm-hmm. so the rent, if they don't end up paying it and then mm-hmm. eventually you can't evict them. Yeah. And it'll happen. And if like they're receiving unemployment benefits and you can prove that you can take them to court and, you know, mm-hmm. get, you know, work out some sort of payment. I mean, the, the judges are very liberal on it right now just to try to help people out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it makes sense. Yeah, and but you also have to pay it, your bills. Right, exactly. Like there's yeah. every every property, every property owner, every landlord has a mortgage, you know. Yeah. And if and if you can't pay your mortgage, then it goes to the bank and then the bank can't, you know. That's it, exactly it's just, right. Like that that's so frustrating to me. People just think like they think they think a landlord just, just owns everything. Yeah. They think yeah. they think their their rent payment goes directly into their pocket. Yeah. And it doesn't. Yeah. Like they maybe collect 25 percent yeah on because on you're, like paying, a, a you're paying you're paying the debt back property. you're paying mm-hmm. the property taxes yeah you're paying um maybe utilities if that's not included like things like yeah. that like it's not cheap yeah. to like, no you pay you pay owner. you pay property taxes yeah. insurance uh on our properties we pay utilities so it's like your rent pays for everything basically yeah. uh so you'll pay utilities repairs and maintenance payroll uh you know general administrative expenses if AC goes out, you got to fix that. Yeah. You know, just general property improvements. Mm-hmm. Anything yeah. happens to the building, that's on the landowner. So. Yeah, because I've heard a lot, like a lot of people complain about that. Like they think it's like you're being an asshole for making yeah. them still have to pay rent right. during this crisis. Yeah. Like the I understand rent thing. where they're coming from totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you're just another dude trying to make a living. Right. And if they're not paying, you're not making money. Mm-hmm. You're you're gonna have you're gonna go into default right. potentially, and um, it's then it's the bank now mm-hmm. having to take care of that. Right. And if they it's all go trickle. under, that's yeah, you know all goes through. <laughs> Someone's yeah. gonna lose out at some point. Yeah, yeah. usually the taxpayer, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, the taxpayer will just bail out the bank, right? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it'll all come back around. Yeah, yeah. it definitely does, and. Yeah, it's just interesting how that how that all plays in, and and a lot of people just don't realize that for sure. So. Yeah, when we, when we were moving out of Boston, our uh, apartment this is just a corporate place that we lived, yeah. and they sent out an email, and they were like, "Yeah, by the way, uh, we can't evict you right now, but you still have to pay your rent, and if you don't, uh, when we can, we'll we'll send it to collections if you right. pay it." Yeah. And so it's kind of funny because it's like it seems like they're being nice to you, but it's just like they have to tell you, right? Because, right. You know, it's kind of yeah. funny. I know a lot of people that weren't that were choosing not to pay their mortgage. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, the bank is allowing me to defer my payment. And for at a certain point, I was like, that sounds great. Like yeah. I don't have to pay. Like, but at the same time, um, I learned uh, that 
your interest is still building mm-hmm. behind that. Like mm-hmm. it's not pausing the interest yeah. like, that they are doing on like student loans right now. Yeah, they're not really trying to give you a deal, right? No. They're yeah. just yeah. They're just like if you lost your job. You're going to pay it eventually. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to have to pay the interest on yeah. all the time that has passed. I mean, that's the, the same thing with rent. Like, yeah, we'll, the, we'll you know, cut you a break now, but you're going to have to pay it at some point. So if you have the money, you may it's as well like just backlog, pay it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. 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 It's like with the student loans, like Chase was just saying, is that they actually did do zero interest loans. Mm-hmm. So like with, uh, with Sarah's loans, for instance, we stopped paying them, but we're just putting it into a, 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 a savings account. Because if one of us did lose our jobs, then mm. it's kind of like that emergen- extra yeah. emergency fund, I guess. Yeah. Um, but at the end of this uh, executive order, I think in December, it's now ending, mm-hmm. we'll just dump all that money that we had in that account. Right. Because uh, things are looking okay. So we'll mm-hmm. just dump it all in afterwards. But I know a lot of people aren't going to do that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I know a lot of people are trying to pay off other debt. Mm-hmm. while yeah. they're saving from not having to pay student loan debt mm-hmm. yeah. which is kind of smart like if you have credit card debt please yeah, pay, pay that pay that interest yeah. off yeah. Yeah. pay down. your yeah. credit cards off yeah. Yeah. don't but, worry about your student debt right now yeah. like it, totally do that and then but, try to consolidate it at some yeah. point and mm-hmm. just you know yeah, yeah. But don't I think, like buy I think, a new truck. I think thing. <laughs> I think thing a lot of Americans have a problem with is just like not understanding basic financial concepts because if you do you mm-hmm. can really organize your life in a way that really benefits you in the long term. But mm-hmm. they don't teach that thing, those kind yeah, of things I wish in they high should. school. Like, yeah. I mean, that should be, that's one of the most important things. I think that's one of the things that Americans miss the most. And yeah. because of it, they struggle. You can have, I mean, there's so many Americans that have a high paying career and still live paycheck to paycheck just because yeah. and have they have no conception debt. of financial management. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole rich dad, poor dad concept yeah. comes into play. I mean, I know I have friends that come to me and say, I just don't understand credit cards. Mm-hmm. Have you read that book? Rich Dad, Poor yeah. Dad, the, I'll, I'll be honest, like the first chapter. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually started, I mean, so like the, the concepts aren't anything new to me. Yeah. So right. like I started it, you know, because everyone talks about, especially in real estate, for some mm-hmm. reason, real estate, like Rich Dad, Poor Dad is what gets most people into real estate. Yep. Um, I guess just because like acquiring assets and, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you can, you can continue to grow your business, continue expanding, which is kind of like one of the cool things about it. But um. Yeah, I still haven't read that book. Yeah, if I've read a little anybody bit. Anybody is interested on in a solid f- financial foundation and how mm-hmm. to grow your assets. It's a good book. Rich mm-hmm. Dad Poor. I don't know who it's from. Can you pull that up? Yep, Who's it's it on Audible. Oh, so you can listen to it. Don't even have to. Is read it? it. This could be complete. Is it Robert Kiyosaki? Is that? Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Solid stuff. And it's it's it, been around for it's decades, been around for a right? while now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, it's it's kind of one of those books. It doesn't really teach you. It teaches you like a mental, like uh, outlook and, and concept of life. I feel like it's not like it's not giving you the exact game plan to put forward. It's just kind of giving you like, here's what mindset you should have and how you should mm-hmm. you know think about things. And yeah, do you ever have you ever listened to Dave Ramsey's? Uh, financial no and I think he's based out of Nashville Uh, I think he's based out like Franklin Tennessee which is like a suburb of Nashville yeah it's Um, pretty interesting he's the one thing have you listened to a lot of it yeah I read I read his book uh, I forget the name of it I'm sure he has a few of them yeah I'm sure yeah but he has like the the whatever the steps to uh, financial freedom Mm -hmm. whatever it is like get out of debt uh, which like building assets yeah so like the I know the debt thing is a problem for a lot of people and it helps a lot of people is yeah. whatever his plan is. But uh, like I just read it more for his other his other stuff like assets. Mm-hmm. He's very, very against any kind of uh, credit or, or debt. Mm-hmm. So like, a lot of a lot of those types of people are. Yeah. Right? So he's like, uh, yeah, very. He's he basically his thing is like your uh, credit score is is just like for financial institutions to know how much money they can make from you Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but like i don't know if i totally agree with that because it's very helpful right i i think it's good i think the average american that works great for Mm -hmm. and and once you have that basis that kind of financial understanding Mm -hmm. that's a great way to build you know because you can be like okay Mm -hmm. i'm gonna get my life in order and not have a ton of debt like that is very important and then once you have that like kind of baseline you can expand and be like okay there are good kinds of debt yeah. there are ways to manipulate debt 
you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one of the things I'm kind of disappointed in the current administration. Um, <laughs> just one, right? <laughs> just, just one of the many things I'm kind of disappointed in. And we're, we're, we're living in a, uh, with a government administration that is encouraging spending obviously to, um, stimulate the economy. But in reality, we should be saving like a lot of people, a lot of economists and, and people that you've referenced, they said, if you need to buy a car, don't get it a fucking loan, like buy the car outright. Mm-hmm. Like that's like a, a terrible investment to pull out credit for because it's a depreciating uh, right. asset. Um, you're never going to, it's not a good investment generally. Right. Um, I mean, uh, the Trump administration has cut payroll taxes to give more money into our checks to spend more essentially right. when we should be putting that money away to yeah. pay those taxes back uh, or at least uh, put that money away for a rainy day. I mean, most Americans don't have the rainy at least day four hundred dollars right yeah. in their pay in their savings right. account. They're living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. This is the rainy day when right. the re- when, exactly. when a recession hits and or a pandemic hits. Right. Nobody has any kind of savings to fall back mm-hmm. on um, as a security net, and they're all right. kind of like left out, not paying their rent, mm-hmm. not being able to pay back their student loans. It's it's a, it's a disaster, and I don't, and I think I'm I'm gonna go out in the limb and just kind of blame a lot of that on the government kind of encouraging spending and mm-hmm. not saving, and 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 I think yeah. a lot of like economists will agree with me on that. Yeah, and I think it's not even just this administration; it's been a thing for a long time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I I could I could go into a counterpoint of what you said and and say. You know, like a an auto loan is is bad because the, the the asset that you have is depreciating, but it's also if you can get a really good interest rate there and then put the money somewhere else, right. maybe it's better to, to finance it. Right. You know, that's, that's but that, I that's kind of like I think I think that's like after you have your general financial background, you can understand. Okay, I like yeah, it's probably good to pay in cash in the beginning, but then if you have if you have an opportunity that's better, you can put that money and then you can. That's where you still really start to to work the financial system to your advantage. Mm. If you can yeah. borrow at three percent, and then in, you know yeah. you can go start a business, and you know your returns are way higher than that yeah. or whatever. But a lot, so like yeah, and I think there's two two major problems with that for the average person. One yeah. is like most people will, won't come to that conclusion on their own. Mm-hmm. They have to be told that absolutely um, because it like it doesn't really make sense it's like if i have if i have to pay like if i have debt doesn't it make sense to just yeah. pay the debt um and then the second thing is like a lot of people don't know how where would you to, put your money in, yeah, yeah exactly yeah 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 the pro and a lot of the problems are is the fed has kept the interest rate rate so low um we're at risk of inflating the dollar mm-hmm. and the dollar crashes i mean in general like keeping interest rates lower, nice to boost the economy. Like we're right. borrowing more money. We're spending more money. Like, um, but buying, the chickens are going home to buying, at some point though, right? Buying like. a Corvette because <laughs> interest rates are so fucking low and you're encouraged to go out and spend yeah. when, and you're paying $600 a month to pay off this Corvette when you're living paycheck to paycheck is not okay. Yep. And I don't think there's anybody out there that's going to stand up and say, "Hey, that's not a good idea." Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I mean, like, and, and, yeah. in a public. If, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, buying a Corvette's probably never the right option. Yeah, right? Interest rates yeah. are so low; yeah. Yeah. it's like one point seven nine percent. Why not, yeah. Mike? They've, they've, Why not? It's been low depreciating. For so long. We just talked about that, right? Yeah, but they don't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, the that's, thing they that, don't I tell mean, you. The, so that, but that's the first like that's one of the first pillars of financial information, right? So and then, like, and then the Trump administration until you, have is, that, until you know that, like you don't know any better. And then they're cutting payroll it's taxes, all so you have more money in your paycheck, yeah. but you're not putting that away because you're buying mm-hmm. a Corvette, right? And then but you're stimulating the economy, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think <laughs> I, I guess I think like Mike's hitting on that point is that like so the government, so like the White House and the Fed and et cetera, they like they're doing their jobs, which is to like get people money whether they're going to whether the they're the person who needs to save it or they're the person who needs to spend it mm-hmm. someone who has a good paying job they should be spending their yeah. money uh, right. or, or or a big business right right but uh 
then it's like the education where it's like, okay, if I'm not making a lot of money right now and there's, I don't have a rainy day fund, then that's, I need to be saving. The that money. should be something so, you maybe yeah. want to invest in. You know? But, but I think my, my point is like the, even the pa- the payroll tax cuts that are happening September 1st, they're only eligible for people making under a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I think people please do your independent research because yeah. I'm a moron. <laughs> but that's like counterintuitive to what you're saying is we're going to cut payroll tax to give more money for people who make under six figures when it should be the opposite, right? The people that can afford to spend more money, not the people that don't make enough yeah. money to put enough away. But, but again, that's the, I think that's the problem is because like those people need the money, mm-hmm. like because they need to be able to pay their rents or whatever. But uh, then there's like, what you're saying is that if if they're trying to stimulate it by people spending, then yes, like those, it needs to be the opposite. But I think I think that's more of a relief thing where they're trying mm-hmm. to get more yeah. money into people's it, hands it, so they can pay their bills. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Because yeah. it's it's basically a it's like a loan. Yeah, right. Because you have yeah. to pay it back still. You have to pay it back. Yeah, coming yeah, when you do your taxes nine months away. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Just hoping things will but be better people, by then. Right? Yeah, a lot of people I mean, are not going to understand that. I don't think the businesses they work for are going to explain that. Enough yeah, to them. right. They're just yeah, going to I see mean, an, a little bit more on their paycheck, right? And they're going to be like, "Great." Like, yeah, again, it's. Yeah. I mean, it all goes back to of, education. Just understanding mm-hmm. what's happening yeah. and and knowing and just that was a better yourself. Interesting thing you just said. When they when you we do have to pay our taxes. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people who like didn't get their jobs back or whatever and couldn't mm-hmm. save. That's going to be really bad. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people who can't pay their tax bills. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. To see what happens yeah. for sure. And then the elections. I mean, what a year to have it, right? I mean, yeah. and then there's an election on top of it. And then who knows what other programmatic changes will happen because of that. And yeah, you yeah, know, crazy times. Yeah. You, um, do you have any like security, um, assets and in, in involved in your property management like you've cameras or anything to help like yes protect your business um so it's more for resident protection um like we have security cameras throughout the parking lot yeah inside the property just that kind of stuff yeah i mean I, and i mean albuquerque is a kind of a high crime <laughs> city in general i mean you can look at the statistics um I don't know why I'm laughing. It's not, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not great. And, and, and yeah. it's kind of like, I mean, you know, especially when you come from the corporate world and everyone is generally pretty well educated. They, you know, are, are generally like, I don't know how to say it, but when you go kind of into that lower income bracket, you, your eyes are open to things you haven't been experiencing because you just don't have that experience in the corporate world. So it's, yeah. it's definitely very different. And it's been it's and it's been a good learning experience for sure, um, but yeah, going back to what you were saying, um, yeah, we have we have cameras um, and you know just our, all of our properties are gated and, and all that kind of stuff just to try to keep security at the property because mm-hmm. that's that's definitely an important thing. I mean, resident safety. I mean, who wants to live in a property that's not secure? You know, yeah, and it can be tough, especially right now in the pandemic when everyone is pretty desperate. You know, crime obviously goes up the higher poverty rates go up, right. higher unemployment goes up. It's a direct correlation to, to crime. So. I bought cameras for my place. Did you? Yeah. And it's like not that I live in a sketchy neighborhood yeah. at all. Um, it's actually really safe. Yeah. Um, but You're like, far from the inner city. And but I heard like of like density. somebody, you know, uh, maybe like something. A car, well, I moved, I moved out of like two apartments ago because my car got broken into and my tires were slashed. So I really? think a- after that I got somewhat like more paranoid. Yeah. Um, and so I spent like a lot of money on security cameras for my mm-hmm. place. And now I'm like, I'm kind of just wanting something to happen to like justify the money. <laughs> like, <laughs> like all it's really good for is watching rabbits fuck squirrels at this point. Yeah. Like literally there's you, like, <laughs> you want someone to steal your package. Like I'm waiting. Like, I can catch you now. You can see, like, you can <laughs> see it. It's all like streamed to your phone live. So yeah. I'm like at work watching, like I'm like do <laughs> something. The squirrels and the, and the bunnies. Like I see when somebody walk by, I'm like, fucking do it. I wish <laughs> a motherfucker would. I'm going to come over with a hoodie on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just going to open up the app and see like some, 
random like Two miles person. Of <laughs> yeah, shit. like I fucking knew it. Yeah, <laughs> fucking knew it. So see this paid off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the best part Miles, of that you're is off the, show. the best part of that is the neighbor. Like, uh, do you do you know Ring? That's, that's yeah. what I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. like the neighbor, they, I they saw him on like, the doorbell when I pushed it to that. Yeah, yeah. So neighbors, neighbors is like the like the portion of it where you can see other people. It's like almost like Facebook for that, mm-hmm. where you, where people in your area can post videos right. of like suspicious activity. It's a lot of like white people being like this. <laughs> black dude in my neighborhood was yeah no um so like it seemed like um a lot of like just random silly bullshit after i bought it i was like this is great and mm-hmm. it was just like oh there's a bull snake in my backyard <laughs> like everybody be afraid i'm like yeah i probably didn't need to buy like 10 cameras from the outside <laughs> yeah, <my home>. yeah. <laughs> that's why you moved in the low crime area right yeah. so you didn't I guess so <laughs> So it looks like Albuquerque is the tenth most dangerous city right. in America, and mm-hmm. it has damn one thousand three hundred sixty nine violent crimes per hundred k residents. And it's underreported. Let me tell you. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, and that's every city, mm-hmm. like especially in your bad areas, and and it's been something like that's been frustrating. And I know there's the whole political police brutality and all that kind of negative stuff with police, but. Hmm. There still is like there's a, a just general mistrust of police, and some of it's you know warranted. Reason. Yeah. Some of it, and then a lot of it isn't, and yeah. and just general mistrust, and like you don't even want to tell the police. Like we had, we've had residents that have had really like physical interactions with you know other people, and they don't want to get the police involved just because they don't trust them because really? they've been arrested before, uh, you know, or something. Yeah. They had a bad and it's experience. just like, they've had a bad experience with the police because they've been on the wrong side. Listen, and they don't want to do it on, they don't yeah. want to be on the, the right side. If and you're, it's frustrating. If you're, if you get arrested or have any kind of, um, malicious experience mm-hmm. because you did something wrong, generally speaking, you're like, fuck the police. Yeah. Cause yeah. you got in trouble like that. Those are the people that brought, mm-hmm justice right. to your situation right. so i totally understand that you don't want to get the because you know you view them as a bad person right. um but like the whole law and order aspect of it i think still it's, needs to exist it's still important yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and and i've had i've had experiences with police before like in high school but i don't know at a certain point you're, you turn a corner and you're just like you know it's it's definitely necessary <laughs> like 100 yeah. percent. without law and order what happens is you have other entities that come in and fill that void, yeah. right? And I'm not talking about like gangs. I'm talking about like, for instance, like in in New England, you have a lot like a heavy mafia presence. Mm-hmm. Like that's what yeah. happened when there wasn't a lot yeah. of police uh, enforcement. But it is gangs yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, you come in depending you, on where you are. You then, know, like the, yeah. you ever watch Sopranos where they came into <laughs> the business like, you know. Mm, <laughs> A thousand dollars a month, and you get the protection from yeah. that. Like that's what happens. Protection you ha- from you literally have other entities to come in and fill that void. Like if it's not the police, it's going yeah. to be, yeah. you know, these other these other uh, even more corrupt yes entities. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, like in South Africa, it's all pretty much privatized. Yeah, like all the security. Like every everyone who owns a house, I would say probably had like barbed wire around it. And then mm-hmm. some agency that they right. pay to come right. out and do whatever. So, and it's, it's, yeah. it's probably a controversial thing for me to say, but I think if, if police went away, I think that the neighborhoods that would be impacted the most, the, the neighborhoods that can't afford that private security. Right. So yeah. like mm-hmm. the, the lower income neighborhoods are going to be even more impacted. The crime is going to go up even more and yeah. there's going to be no one there to protect them. Right. Exactly. You know, and, and it's, I mean, our system is not even close to perfect now, and they're not even protected as well as we potentially could, yeah. you know, in a first world country. You and know? listen, yeah. I understand people wanting to have believe that there's harmony that can happen when mm-hmm. you take away police violence or defund the police or something. I understand where mm-hmm. you're coming from. I don't think it's the right move. I, I think ev- everything we just talked about can happen like, you know, well, and there's huge reform that needs to happen. Like yeah. that, hundred percent. Yeah. Like indisputable. Like that very, needs to happen. And, and at the very least, very easy. And it's um, some no brainer compromise. Too. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think there was. Um, I can't. Remember, I'm gonna blank now on the website, but there was uh, actually Michael Butler turned me on to this website. It was like, um, shout out nine basic 
things that like we want to reform the police yeah. and, the, and 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 you get to check like whether your city has these like mm-hmm. these things in effect i think i can't remember what it was called but um they're very simple right. basic requests like only use your weapon in a life or death situation stuff like that like um very easy compromises that everybody should adopt from mm-hmm. a law enforcement agency perspective yeah i mean every agency is gonna have corruption yeah and it sucks it's it, it is what it is and and i mean it's it's one of the more corrupt of course yeah. because they have the power they have the authority there's, there's, just so much power. there's yeah. a brotherhood aspect yeah. to it um it, it it happens um i think you need it like you need to take that culture away of like you like they're there to serve us right we pay them to serve us just like, like politicians everyone. are supposed to serve us too even yeah, though they don't exactly they don't necessarily and, do it yeah and and so they feel this like i have the power over you right. and it's really like no you're here to protect me mm-hmm. and everyone in my community and that's the problem with like power in general it's like that's that's yeah. the mindset that people get once you get up to a certain point they think they just have power and there needs to be a yeah. checks and balances just yeah. like anything else. there was this video online i saw it was like some guy getting mugged and was on the ground getting, and the mugger was on top of him, like threatening to kill him. And uh, he's like, "Help, help, help!" And somebody comes up. He's like, "Hey, I'm the, um, I'm the uh, non-police task force. I'm here to help you." And he's like, "Well, where's the police? He's like, we defunded the police. They're yeah. not here. Well, can you help me? No, we're just here to inform you of <laughs> your rights and and this into." Um, into like instill like non mm-hmm. uh, like passive uh, you know non violence uh, yeah, yeah and to form you that you know blah 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 and he's like so are you gonna help me he's like we can't <laughs> but good luck <laughs> yeah. I, we wish you the best yeah we wish you the best <laughs> yeah. like I I've I've run into situations um, where like I called the police and they didn't show up like mm-hmm. a lot of people no, say that's like, a problem. They like, just don't like show 45 up. minutes and then it's over. Exactly. But the problem yeah. is like defunding the police is not going to help that. It's going to make that worse. It's going to like, make it worse. Yeah. Way worse. Way worse. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. not going to ha- be able to pay for more police officers mm-hmm. on the payroll. Um, you're not, the response time in, uh, because of that is going to be affected even yeah. worse. Um, I think we need more funding. I think we need more training. I think we need more um, yeah. Ethic and let's training. let's fund um, the the other you know social services yeah. like you know yeah on all the mental programs and and have yeah. that like that Absolutely. should run along aside the police funding you know like yeah. that should be an, another thing that would help a hundred percent you know it has to go because the police side don't need to be in, every, in, in in every interaction that's you know a negative interaction between citizens like yeah yeah there has been some cases where there's been heightened or escalated yeah, situations absolutely. where there didn't need to be. Right. Um, it's and, been escalated yeah. because of the police. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, um, because we've seen a lot of those in society today, yeah. obviously. You yeah. A hundred percent. Like, so, and, and that's the thing is like a lot of the time the police are six They're like, if they're called to a scene or wherever, they're suspecting that somebody did something wrong. Right. right. And so like they need to figure out, what happened and sometimes it's just a misunderstanding like Mm -hmm. someone saw someone who looked suspicious whatever it was that doesn't mean they did anything wrong just check out the situation Mm -hmm. nice to go pro nice listen it's a tough job yeah it is a tough job yeah if we defund the police and we pay police officers less or they have a a, a smaller budgets nobody's we can't get good people to fill those positions and it's a slippery slope I mean if 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 my job and and I needed more support and it was getting defunded, like I wouldn't want to be. A, I mean, I would not want to be a cop right now. Yeah, and it, it's just it's a tough situation. Mm, I think there's gonna sure. there's probably gonna be a period of time where we have a lot less. We, we have a big need for police officers mm-hmm. because of and this. I could see people being like, oh wait wait we let's go back to where yeah. we were before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Actually, again, there still it, needs to be reform. Because yeah, there it, are. The, the, glaring problems with it too yeah totally. I mean, and it's, th- this is like with a lot of problems like there's just like people think that there's there's a, these extremes some people think there's no problems whatever it is right. we just need to find a good there's a, there's like, a middle, middle ground, ground that needs to be reached and, and yeah. that's a hard thing to do yeah mm-hmm. like there's so many different agencies across America some of that are so small they have like 10 people on payroll some that have thousands on payroll mm-hmm. 
there's not one solution that can just blanket the entire country yeah. and solve all these issues. It's a very nuanced subject. It's um, a very um, complicated to the core and it has a lot of systemic um, historical issues that just never have been solved. Yeah. Um, and I think that we're, we're in for a long haul of, of changes and compromises and um, things that will benefit people overall but we just i think we need a little bit of unity in it yeah um, yeah to that's, help. i mean that's that's american general we just need unity right unity, now and we yeah. don't have it the united states of america yeah, yeah. the divided states of america <laughs> very divided <laughs> yeah unfortunately yeah mm-hmm. yeah hmm. well something to think about yeah something to think about mm-hmm. well uh mike thanks for being on i appreciate yeah, it yeah thanks for having me yeah i uh i think we're at the hour mark at this point yeah we are yeah it's um, a good session yeah, yeah. flew by yeah. i hope you come out a lot more yeah um, now that i'm close yeah you get to see you chase i know and you miles of course <laughs> yeah of course yeah. you can cuddle with me anytime <laughs> you want i mean it's like the white guy thing right so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's the yeah. pigmentation <laughs> it all comes. yeah you need your vitamin d i can see it yeah yeah <laughs> Although oh, Albuquerque gets uh, 310 days. 310 days. The, yeah, the plug over, over Colorado. Yeah, exactly. New uh, Mexico, 310. <laughs> Colorado, uh, only 300. Uh, and uh, so what's your Twitter handle? Yeah, tell us where we can reach you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, what, I'm off the, the map. Your, what's the name of your company? <laughs> I only have a Facebook. All right. That's yeah, fair. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Until next time, adios, motherfuckers. Peace out.